there, Restaurant Pros. It's David Scott Peters, and welcome to episode 67 of the Restaurant Prosperity Formula. I've been coaching restaurant owners since 2003, and the Restaurant Prosperity Formula is based on what the most successful restaurant owners I've worked with do on a daily basis to achieve their success. The basic premise of the formula centers around achieving prosperity, freedom from your restaurant, and the financial freedom you deserve. To achieve prosperity, you have to follow a very specific formula made up of leadership, systems, training, accountability, and taking action. Today, I'm going to share with you how you can avoid restaurant burnout, how to recognize it if it's just work-related stress you're feeling and not burnout, and finally, how to keep or reignite your passion for your restaurant to keep burnout at bay. The tips I'm about to share with you are a combination of advice I shared during my Shoot the Shit with David Scott Peters live on Facebook and YouTube every Friday, travel schedule permitting. This is some of the best stuff and I thought I would merge them together to deliver a message that I know that many of us need to hear. Either we're starting to find ourselves in restaurant burnout, on a path to restaurant burnout, or want to avoid it altogether. So let's get started. But first, a word from our sponsor. We all know managing costs is one of the most important parts of running a profitable restaurant, especially now. But between fluctuating vendor prices, waste, labor, and the never-ending list of tasks that demand your attention on a daily basis, it can be challenging for even the most experienced of us to manage costs well. That's where Margin Edge comes in. Margin Edge is a complete restaurant management software that automatically uses data from your POS and invoices to show you food and labor costs in real time. Don't wait until it's too late. Margin Edge gives you tools to make decisions in the moment, like a daily P&L, price alerts on key ingredients, and real-time plate costs, all without ever having to touch a spreadsheet. Take control of your costs, work more efficiently, and be more profitable. Go to www.marginedge.com forward slash DSP to learn more and schedule your demo today. Look, our industry has been through a virtual dumpster fire over the last three years. COVID, need I say any more? Then came product shortages. Remember trying to overorder and hope that maybe part of it would show up on a truck, if any at all, and you'd search vendor after vendor after vendor to find something? After that came labor shortages, right? Nobody wanted to work in the restaurant industry anymore. We had treated them like hell for so long. Wages were lower. They learned that there were other jobs that, well, quite frankly, they were more suited for or just enjoyed better. So, even today, we've got restaurants who are still short-staffed. Oh my goodness, at the same time, inflation. Inflation has costs going through the roof on food, beverage, and labor. As a restaurant owner, it's easy to have a feeling of despair that, well, it's almost impossible to shake. Or at the bare minimum, enough days that just may make you want to get out of the industry. These past three years have led many restaurant owners and managers towards what what's known as restaurant burnout. Now, how do I know this, you ask? Well, between group coaching calls, one-on-one -on -one direct access coaching calls, and discovery calls, I talk to a lot of restaurant owners just like you. I can tell you that I hear, and I feel your pain. By the way, it's not unusual that I spend six to eight hours a day on Zoom most days. Between, again, group coaching calls, one-on-one -on -one calls, and discovery calls. Some of you listening to me right now understand that, well, when it comes to my group coaching program, I'm pretty strict on who I allow to come into my group. Don't get me wrong, I, I like anybody else, need to and want to bring people into my program to pay my bills and take care of my family, just like you wanna do with your restaurant. 
But the truth of the matter is, you must possess a growth mindset or I won't accept you in my program because I know it won't work for you because you'll find excuses instead of doing the work. And I can see that right up front. The hard part is sometimes people join with the greatest intentions. They're fired up with a growth mindset at the moment that I talk with them. And then as pushback comes at them and obstacles hit them, because there will be obstacles, right? We just went through the last three years, obstacles. They just present themselves over and over and over again. They start to head back down the path of a fixed mindset, which makes them feel a little depressed, makes them feel like wanting to get out of the industry, makes it difficult to put change change in motion in their restaurants. So it's important that I help you recognize whether you're in that state of restaurant burnout or you need to, you're down a path to get there or how to, well, avoid it altogether. So how does restaurant burnout manifest itself? How does it appear? Well, restaurant burnout can show up in managers by just leaving the industry entirely. Like I'm done with this. Restaurant burnout can, manifests itself by managers actively fighting the change and unwilling to do what you ask them to because they're just like they've lost all motivation. Restaurant burnout can manifest itself because restaurant owners feel helpless or even worse, hopeless. And it crushes me. Many of the people that I talk to that I don't bring into my program are often in that place of hopelessness. See, if you believe it can't be done, it can't be done. Right? It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. So it's so important that we, we talk about this topic. Restaurant burnout manifests itself in restaurant owners who basically are ready to cash out, just literally cash in all their chips and sell their restaurants. Like I've had enough of this and I've seen people who've been in for just three months and I've seen them in, with decades upon decades in the business, especially family, third, fourth generations. Now I get it. It's always been tough to run a restaurant, right? Being a restaurant owner, there's no tougher job in the world that I can imagine, but it's never been like this. I get it. So what do you do to, to battle and get yourself back on the right mind space or mindset, should I say, in order to keep going and get back to loving what you do? We need to address this before we can talk about fixing that feeling of burnout. In my book, Restaurant Prosperity Formula, I talk about the mastermind group of 20, 22 of the most successful restaurant owners I've ever worked with. How we'd meet on a quarterly basis. Now I've got a group like that now in my new business called Mastery Plus. We meet three times a year in Las Vegas. But this goes back to the book being written and I needed something to tie it together. And I hijacked one of our meetings in California. I believe it was January. And I said, hey, I'm finishing my book and I, I think I know what makes you all successful. But what I want you to do is go around the table and tell me what, make, what makes you successful. And I've seen people change their lives. In this group, many of them have been with me for 16, even 18 years. From making no money and struggling to saying, hey, David, when we have these meetings, can we stay at nicer hotels? Like, which was a big expense for me, but it was because... They had time for cars and vacations and vacation homes and expanding their business, opening more locations. They'd come a long way. So what made them tick? Now, again, I thought I knew. And I went around the table and we had people tell them, tell everybody at the table, including myself, what made them successful. And for starters, 
this, this is where the restaurant prosperity formula came from. They all had two personality traits that were in common. And one is passion. They all had a passion for hospitality. This is a tough business, but you've got to love people. You've got to love entertaining. You've got to love creating memories for people. It is a privilege guests give us. So you've got to have a passion for this business. It's a tough business. And you got to be, you, the second personality trait is persistence. You've got to be persistent. The last three years, if you've been in business, you are one persistent SOB, aren't you? Like there's no challenge in front of you. You can't overcome. The problem is that persistence sometimes leads to burnout and we lose our passion. So these are two personality traits. You need to introspectively go, hey, do I have a passion for the, this industry? For what I do? And am I persistent? Because those are two personality traits that are extremely important. Now, you need to find your passion. And that passion can often be found in your why. Why you got into business in the first place. Remember, challenges in the restaurant business are a given. But sometimes, there's so many in a month, a week, or even a day, that you find yourself feeling jaded. Challenges ranging from staffing and cost controls to marketing and legal issues can overwhelm your love for your restaurant and make it so that you don't even enjoy it anymore. Losing your passion for your restaurant is the worst thing that could ever happen to your restaurant and everyone involved with it. Instead, follow this advice to reignite your passion. You got into this business because you were built for hospitality. True restaurant professionals realize it's their job to create lasting memories for their guests. You do this when you create a restaurant that is comfortable, pleasing to the eye, and operating room clean. You create food and drink recipes to delight your guests and keep them coming back. You invest in customer service training so that you deliver on your promise of great guest experience. Ultimately, you do this because you love the restaurant business. However, when you feel overwhelmed by the many ongoing challenges, you can lose your why. Your why is why you got into the business in the first place. Your why fuels you with energy and keeps you on the path to achieving your dreams. Your why is contagious and motivates your team to move in the same direction. Your why is the foundation to leadership and your ability to run a successful restaurant and business. If you've lost your passion for the restaurant business, that inner spark that keeps you motivated and able to push through the challenges that would stop any normal person, you need to re rediscover it. Rediscover your passion. It's time to reach deep down and rediscover your why. Make it top of mind again. As you do, you'll find your passion for your restaurant business re-energizes you and gets you back on track. You'll find that everyone around you feeds off your energy and your business will catch fire in a good way this time. Yes, restaurant burnout is a real thing. What I want to do now is make sure we understand the difference between stressed and actually being burnt out and what you can do about it. In an infographic my team and I posted on Facebook and Instagram not too long ago, it says, how to differentiate stress versus burnout. That was a great infographic and I'm gonna, gonna kind of give you the, the stress and burnout, the difference between the two. People who are stressed are, well, they're, there's over-engagement. Like they're just like, I've gotta be there, I've gotta do this, I've gotta do this. Like they're just taking on too much versus burnout, disengagement. I don't wanna do anything. I don't wanna be there today. I've got this long list of stuff, I'm just not going to do it. 
People who are stressed have a loss of energy. Man, I'm tired. Man, I've been working so many hours. I'm tired. Versus those with burnout have lost motivation. I don't even want to get up in the morning. I don't want to walk in the door. I don't want to, I don't want to talk to that manager. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. You start to see the difference. People who are stressed take on physical, takes on a physical toll. Man, I, my back hurts. My shoulders hurt. My feet hurt. Like, ah, oh, you know, I, I wake up in the middle of the night because I've, I've got, you know, heartburn and what have you. Whereas people burn out, take on more of an emotional toll. Basically, they're depressed. They just don't want to be there. They're sad. Lack of motivation. And as a leader, when you are leading from that state, that's kind of the direction your restaurant will take. People are stressed. Well, again, you're just tired versus people who burn out. They're fed up. Like, I'm tired of doing this versus screw it. I don't want to do this anymore. Now, in an article published on November 18th on 2020 on psychologytoday.com entitled Burnout, The Surprising Difference Between Stress and Burnout by uh, Brian E. Robinson, a PhD. Robinson said, in 1974, Herbert uh, Frudenberger coined the term burnout. Back in 1974. In 2019, the World Health Organization, the WHO, reached a milestone officially classifying it as a medical diagnosis, including the condition in its international classification of diseases, the handbook that guides medical providers in diagnosing conditions. It describes burnout as a syndrome conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. Three symptoms can help you recognize it. Feelings of en energy depletion or exhaustion, increased mental distance from one's job, or feeling of negativism or cynicism related to one's job, and reduced professional efficiency. Burnout refers specifically to a phenomenon in the occupational context and should be applied to describe experience in other areas of life. Well, there's the, the sciency part of it, right? What it sounds like is, man, you're just, you just want to give up. Work has beat the crap out of you and you're just damn depressed. Now, there's nothing wrong with admitting something like that. Because we all get to that point. We all sometimes need to ask for help. But here are some primary signs. The article goes on to talk about disillusionment, loss of meaning, mental and physical fatigue and exhaustion, moodiness, impatience, and being short-tempered, loss of motivation and a reduced interest in commitments, inability to meet obligations, lowered immunity to illness, emotional detachment from previous involvements, feelings, feeling your efforts are unappreciated, Withdraw from coworkers and social situations, hopelessness, and a helpless and depressed outlook, job absenteeism and inefficiency, sleep deprivation, foggy thinking, and trouble concentrating. I mean, think about it. That all sounds like somebody who's feeling quite depressed because of their job. In this case, it could be your restaurant. The article goes on to talk about new research. 
New research that states the most important burnout symptom is feeling of total exhaustion to the extent that it cannot be remedied by normal recovery phases of evening, a weekend, or even a vacation, said researcher Christian Dorman, who led a study at Johannes Gutenberg University, Mainz. To protect themselves from further exhaustion, some try to build a psychological distance to their work. That is, they alienate themselves from the work as well as the people associated with it and become cynical. Like you just don't want to be there so badly you disengage and you don't even, you don't keep up with commitment with friends and family. You withdraw. Work, you withdraw. You show up, but you're not there. I found this topic interesting. I hear stories of stress every day and I worry that unattended stress can lead to burnout. So how do you overcome everyday stress? How do you overcome everyday stress, especially in the restaurant business? How do you avoid getting burned out and get, well, basically, how do I get out of that state if I'm in a burnout? Here's my non-scientific, and for those of you who are watching me on YouTube, I'm air quoting, for those of you who listen to me on my podcast, I'm air quoting, yes, I am, my David Scott Peters non-scientific answer, but I think you can associate with it. Number one, force yourself to have a recovery phrase to your work week. One, two days off. Understand this. The place is not going to burn down without you. This goes back to my restaurant prosperity formula because restaurant prosperity is freedom for your restaurant, the financial freedom you deserve. You need time away to regenerate. Number two, take time to be introspective. Often things that cause us the greatest stress are out of our control. See, my father used to say that, you know, it could be raining outside and you'd be sad that it's raining or you could be happy. It's your choice. See, you can't control that it's raining, but you can control your attitude. And that is a skill that we all must learn as leaders of our business, because when you're down, everyone's down. You're the leader of your business. Number three, think strategically, come up with a plan. This is why budgets, I promote budgets so much, is creating that financial plan, the systems plan. This is why you need time away from every day in the restaurant so you can start thinking about the marketing idea, the new menu ideas, expanding, training, whatever you can do. But if you don't take the time to start to think about the, strategically growing your business, it won't. Four, enlisting help. In my program, I don't let you join without having what I call an implementer, somebody who gets shit done. Because I know you as a restaurant owner are already overwhelmed and you're not gonna get it done. You need somebody who can start and finish projects, learn, who loves your business, loves you, can train others and hold people accountable with your help. You need the list help of your managers to actually give up the tasks that you think you're a superhero and must do overwhelming yourself, creating some of this burnout and give it away. Train them what their job is, how to do it, how well it should be done. More importantly, by when. Maybe a partner, a coach, a consultant, don't care. Reach out and get help. Five, learn what you don't know and take action. Now that's right out of the restaurant prosperity formula. The most successful people I've ever worked with understand they don't know what they don't know. So they need to learn it and they take action. See, knowledge may be power, but taking action is the driving force that moves you forward. Number six, 
the real magic pill in all this to reignite or not allow yourself to lose your passion for hospitality, your passion for your restaurant? Well, that is, again, sparking your passion. Have you ever felt like you've been beat to shit though after a very long day? In your restaurant, in your business, just like, man, I've had enough of this. I've gone through 20 rounds with, a, with, with the world champ. Have you ever felt like you don't wanna go into your restaurant or maybe each day is just starting to feel, well, uncomfortable and you don't, well, you don't get nearly as excited about going into your restaurant. You could be on your way to restaurant burnout and the real magic pill again to avoiding restaurant burnout or getting out of that depressed state of restaurant burnout is passion. The most successful restaurant owners I've worked with all have a passion for hospitality and their restaurants. Merriam-Webster.com defines passion five different ways, five different ways. Two of them, two of the five are relevant to you. The first one is emotion. Intense driving or overmastering feeling or conviction, right? You just want to be drawn to do something. You're con you've got a conviction to great a great experience. You feel a drive to show up every single day. It's a feeling. The second definition is love. How does love fall into this? They define it as a strong liking or desire for or devotion to some activity, object, or concept. Right? That you love, you're devoted to your restaurant, to your guests, to your employees, to your community. Do you see how that love is what creates that passion, which creates the love for your business, your people. This business is tough enough. It's tough enough as it is, but without passion for hospitality as your driving force, this business can feel downright awful. And this is why Restaurant Prosperity Formula, my Restaurant Prosperity Formula that teaches, that I teach all the time is critical to your success. Again, Restaurant Prosperity for those who do, are new to me is freedom from your restaurant and financial freedom you deserve. And the key there is it starts with you having freedom from your restaurant. Because if you have freedom of your restaurant, you have managers in place, systems in place, people doing things your way and you're making money. So we need to focus on you. And that's the purpose of all this. When we talk about restaurant burnout. To keep your passion going or reignite your passion, you need to one, you need to focus on the key word freedom. You must have life outside your restaurant. You've got to spend time with friends and family. You can't have it. You, just all your restaurant people is who you spend most of your life with. You've got to be able to go home and be present, not answer text messages, not get up from the dinner table and get on a, on, a, on a call on your cell phone and come back and not be present. You need that time with the people you love. Number two, you must get excited about learning. Again, the Restaurant Prosperity Formula, the most successful people I've ever worked with say they don't know what they don't know and they learn every single day. Because you may come across a lesson, maybe even for me, you go, oh, I knew that. But maybe it's that spark to remind you to do it. You knew it, but you're not doing it. Or maybe it's something completely brand new and you go, oh my goodness. Or maybe it's something you know, but you need to share it with your managers. And it's sometimes easier for them to learn from me or someone else because you're too close to them. Number three, you must practice gratitude. Instead of looking backwards and looking at all the things that went wrong, right? 
from COVID to labor shortage, to product shortage, to rising costs. Like we could, we could find a million things that went wrong. Instead, what went right? Hey, my team stayed with me. My customers came back. We're building sales all the time. I've got good people working for me. My community needs me. Start to focus on those things that you're grateful for. Gratitude is important. Make it a practice on a daily basis. Number four, you need, you need to remember your why, why you got into business in the first place, because that why is your drive. That's what sparks some of your passion to be in this business. Five, you need to hire people who fit your company culture and are excited about the opportunity. You cannot allow one, two, three people to tell you why change won't work in your restaurant, fight you on why they don't want to do things, say things are too hard and give up easily and beat you down every single day. Get rid of them. I'd rather run short staff than have the wrong people on my team. If you've been following me for any length of time, you know I believe that. Six, you need to drop all the excuses. Oh, it's too hard. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough people. I don't have any managers. Uh, the government did this. My broadline distributor is screwing me. My customers are all Karens. Like, again, that's a fixed mindset. You're just creating excuses. You might as well say, I didn't do it because of locusts. Locusts slowed my truck down and I couldn't get to work on time. Locusts took my laptop and threw it out the window so I, you know, I couldn't even start my recipe costing cards. Locusts, it doesn't matter. Excuses give you this valve, this reason to accept why action isn't being taken. Seven, you need to stop the negative talk. And I know that's tough. You know, some of us have baggage from when we were kids, right? That you just hold on to and that record plays over and over and over again. Do your very best when you recognize you're starting to talk negative. Give yourself a safe word to switch out of it. And go, I've got to focus. Remember the gratitude part? Focus on what I can control. Focus on what makes, what I'm grateful for. Change that. Change your attitude. You get to choose it every day. Eight, you need to recommit to excellence. You want to avoid restaurant burnout. You want to stay out of the stressful side of things. You want to love your business and what you do. Recommit to excellence. Excellence in product, excellence in service, excellence in cleanliness, excellence in all your training. Just go down. You want to be great at everything. Then we never settle and we're always striving to learn, to become better, to train others. And all of a sudden, it's exciting to go into work because when you approach your business with that kind of commitment, commitment to excellence, everybody, it's contagious. And the next thing you know, your business is moving forward. Hell with restaurant burnout. It's exciting. Now, there are a few things I've not discussed that really can aid in keeping, well, keeping or reigniting your passion for your restaurant. And they are as follows. Your health. I can tell you that if, you, if you're unhealthy, and that can range from a couple pounds extra than you don't want to being sanitary, sitting in a chair all the time to uh, having some real health issues, things that are out of your control that, you know, just genetics gotcha. Well, you got to address those things from your teeth to your eyes, to your hearing, to your heart, right? Blood pressure, you name it, all of it. You got to take care of yourself because when you're feeling bad, you're feeling bad. Your body, your mind follows your body. 
So do what you've got to do to take care of your health. You got to take care of your relationships. That means again, having freedom from your restaurants critical that you can be present with your friends and family. Because all too often, they'll write you off. They'll stop inviting you places. And those relationships are the people who are outside our business who will listen to us, who prop us up, who make us laugh, who love us. And if you don't give the energy back, you become overdrawn and people will withdraw from you. Last but not least, you've got to choose your attitude and you've got to choose a good attitude. I'm not saying you can't have a bad day. Don't get me wrong. You can have a bad day. You can cry yourself to sleep. You can overeat. You can drink. You can do whatever vice you've got and curl up in a ball. Don't care. One bad day. But to be an entrepreneur, to be a restaurant owner, to be the leader your restaurant needs, you can only have one bad day. See what you do the next day, because a bad day means you're human. What you do the next day is what defines you. Because if we allow it to make us, well, curl up in a ball, drink too much, and do all these things day after day after day, you're in burnout, you're depressed, you are not going to lead a successful business. Does that make sense? I believe if you take the time and work on the eight ideas I just shared with you, I'm going to tell you right now, if you work on those eight ideas that I shared with you just now, plus work on your health, relationships, and attitude, you will be able to maintain or rediscover your passion for your restaurant. You'll be on a path to avoiding or getting out of the state of restaurant burnout. And for someone listening to me right now who thinks these ideas won't help you for whatever reason, doesn't matter, you go, ah, this is bogus, this is bullshit, it won't work for me. I'm going to tell you, if you think the things that I shared with you aren't going to work for you, help you in any way, it just might be time for you to get out of the restaurant business because it's not going to get any easier anytime soon. For those of you who do believe they can help, pick one, two, three ideas, put them into action, start to bring yourself up or keep feel the energy and the power of having a great attitude, passion for the business, that spark, understanding your why, and just driving and leading your business forward you can't help but get re-motivated to come in every day and provide the best guest experience possible. I guarantee it. Hey, that was an awesome episode. I want to thank you for taking the time to take action on building a better, more prosperous restaurant. Before you go, I want to give you these three thoughts. One, by combining leadership and taking action with systems and training being checked by accountability, you are on your way to creating prosperity for you and your restaurant. Two, I have something I need from you. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you happen to listen to podcasts. By leaving us a review, other restaurant pros seeking out this information are able to find it. I read the reviews and hearing how this information has benefited you does wonders for me. And three, if you find any of the discussions helpful, share them. The more restaurant pros who have access to them, the better we become as an industry. For more restaurant resources or to get in contact with me, connect with me at davidscottpeters.com. Be passionate about what you're doing. Be persistent, but more importantly, become better and help everyone around you become better. And your restaurant is going to kick some ass.